Get him, Chris. I'm gonna get to know. Know what? You better. Dun, 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 dun. This Christmas. Yeah, I thought I was playing, didn't y'all? I was gonna set this bitch all right with that Chris Brown. How much fun is gonna be, Chris? Drink this while I try Pepsi real quick. This Christmas, the fire side is blazing bright. True that. He could sing a little bit. This nigga might can sing a little something, something. Uh huh. For who, Chris? Morning Masters Podcast. I'm your host, Maine, of course. Um, Christmas is coming up. You know what I'm saying? And I told y'all I was gonna play this. Y'all probably thought I was bullshitting. But I wasn't. Um,. Okay. I think Chris, I think he got the I think he got the best version of this to be honest with you. I'm biased because of my generation, obviously, but um, this is my ringtone back in 2008, well 2007, because when it came out, I like this song, man. I think Chris did his thing on there. Uh. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. But more than Masters podcast, of course. Um, a few things to get into, of course. Um, I'm reading some comments. Uh, talk to you about a few things, and then I'm gonna wrap it up. I got my jury report, of course. Um, little topic I want to discuss, and I will get into all of that. But um, first of all, how you guys doing? Cool. I can't. It's not. A, it's not a live show, so I, I really don't know how you guys are doing. But in the comments, you and when you email me and send me your notes and all that stuff, you can definitely tell me um how you doing. Um, I'm reading some comments from last week. You know what I'm saying? And then um oh. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, y'all shaking your hands, man. Yeah, if you're not shaking your hand, man, stop. Turn it off right now. If you're not shaking your hand, turn it off right now. Tell him, Chris. All right. Yeah, I thought it was bullshit. Nah, I'm be playing, man. When I say I'm going to play a song, I'm really going to play a song, man. Um... Yeah, but let's get into more uh, seriousness. So, yeah, I'm gonna read some comments from last um, week's episode. I appreciate all the um, comments I got. I think last week's episode, actually, I mean, thinking number wise, it topped the um, one I did with Jonathan but before that. So, and people saying that was top three. So, um, shout out to Messiah for the. I, don't, I think the title matters too. I think that title it just it just it just it grabbed people's attention. Hennessy for brunch. All the Alkies is just like, oh, let's, let's see what this is about. You know what I'm saying? And then you got, you know, the regular people, your social drinkers and stuff like that, just want to know what's about. And it really wasn't about Hennessy at all. So um, that was dope. <laughs> um, but I, I I do appreciate all all the people that listened and anybody that gave me feedback and anybody that enjoyed my cousin. Um, he liked it. You know what I'm saying? I know he he felt good about it. Um. And then his podcast. If you didn't get a chance to listen to his podcast, I did with him. Um, and I, I, if I didn't send it to you, it's because I don't know. Sometimes I just don't send it out to everybody because I feel like everybody might not want to hear that at the time. So um, if it's something you're interested in hearing, just more about his life and him as a person, um, hit me up and or let me know when when you in the feedback, and I definitely will send it to you. Um, I will say it's not as cheerful as not as cheerful. Add the podcast we did, but it's not dull either. It's not dull and it's not dark either. Like it's just he just saying real stuff and he the same person um, from one podcast to the other podcast. It's just one is mainly centered around him. So um, that's about that. I'm gonna read some of these comments real quick. Um, so shout out to everybody listening to Hennessy for breakfast or Hennessy for brunch, technically featuring my cousin Messiah. Um, one comment it says, "When you wear it, they accept you." They laugh. I think that's a quote from the podcast. It says, by the way, Jay-Z is not too old to rap. I didn't say that, though. But they said that um, he doesn't fall into any... He doesn't fall into that category. That's just impossible. 
I love people's court segments because I get I can get the scoop on the latest. I definitely didn't know about Tyrese. Ha ha ha. I didn't know about Jay Hudson. She tripping. Keeps me in the loop. A feature I think Facebook needs is a thumbs down emoji and a stop lying emoji. That's a good one. Because people have a whole other life on social media. And we need to be and we need to be tagging people that are Facebook bullies because it's a lot of them out there. So if you know someone fronting, or if you know if you know they don't have that same energy, <laughs> you can tag me. Anyway, really good episode. I love the music, so can't go wrong there. Of course, I picked good music. Anita Baker. I knew when I put her on, the podcast was gonna be a classic automatically. No matter what happened after the intro, it was gonna be a, a classic. Um, let's see any of the comics. Um. What do you, and I guess it's because I did two podcasts left week, so you're going to hear two different comments sometimes, but this is just another one. It says, what do y'all think? If a homeless person A had a sign that said, need money for weed, and homeless person B had a sign that says, need money to help feed my children, God bless you. Person A is honest, person B is lying, doesn't even have children, and doesn't even believe in God. Honestly, I just give it when I feel it's on my heart to give. I said at first that I respect the hustle, but is someone standing on the corner with a sign really a hustle move? Hmm. That was that was a good that was, that's a good perspective too. So I, I appreciate that. Um, starting off with Anika Baker on the podcast. Okay, more than masses podcast. Snap me for the link. Shout out to you. Um. Uh, let's see. I stopped watching the war shows how I used to. They don't give me the same excitement like before. So I can't even comment on that piece of the podcast. Uh, filter those chain letters in my inbox on Facebook. That shit. Oh, <laughs> and shit, because <laughs> them shit's annoying. There's <laughs> mad shits in there, so it kind of threw me off. Um, one creative thing I've seen with the homeless are when they use their talent to get help and the ones who actually are truthful and take the food when you offer versus money. I have been on a train. And the voices and talent of these people are insane that makes you want to give them money or something. The weirdest sign I've seen in NYC is the women who have a sign who claim they who claim they speak no English and say they need money to eat and feed their baby. And they dead ass, you know she's from New York, <laughs> and they dead ass have like a six month baby in their arms laying on the dirty ass floor that pisses me off. Yo, that's kind of wild because that's, that's, like, that's more like child abuse, which we get into. That's, that's kind of wild. Uh, we have so many stories. Homeless people say I had another guy tell jokes for money. It was funny, so people paid attention and helped. That's cool too. Your cousin was he high or drunk? Laugh my ass off. I can tell he's from New York. <laughs> All love though. That's funny. Uh, both. Um, actually, he was drunk and he was high. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's about that. Um. Honestly, I don't always give because I question people in general. I don't always think people are honest about that situation. That's also a good one. Um, I'm trying to see if I want to read more. Um, da, 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 da. I don't know. I think in NYC there's so many scammers we can't believe every story. That's true, too. When you listen into main podcast and he's talking about how much he loved Dawn... Oh, and it's a weird emoji after that. That was my sister. She was up. She was felt awake. I talked about Dawn so much, so I told her she come on a podcast or make time for it, like Dawn did. Maybe I'll talk about her. So I love her to death. Shout out to Ty. Um, I don't watch the Grammys. Award shows are boring. I only heard Twenty Four K Magic and Four Forty Four. I choose Jay though, which is a good choice. Anytime you pick Jay, it's a good choice. What other white artists put out an album lately besides Post Malone? Hmm. A lot of listeners probably don't know who Post Malone is. So that's another that's another good one. Your cousin is funny as fuck. I like black. Too many categories for me to keep up with. I'm rooting for everybody black. <laughs> I wish we could take the live notifications. Like, I don't give a fuck about who's going live. That shit is so aggy. Um, definitely not helping anybody that has the latest fashion. I want the news Jays too. Fuck out of here. Um, this is this is all comments, people. And the last one I'm read is I'm not giving money to support anyone's marijuana habit. I have my own habit to worry about. <laughs> I'd rather give I'd rather give it to someone who's asking for food. But I hardly carry cash, so I barely give. Uh, my brother said that Messiah was a clown and that his laugh was still the same. Uh, I just laughing for real. 
Yeah, the last one was definitely top three. Niggas was getting choked up talking about skinny. I think that's why you, Don, and Skinny have episodes do uh, have episodes that do so well because it's an organic feeling. Uh, speaking in, in regards to Jennifer Hudson, quotation marks. My son got a good dad, and I want to cheat on him. LOL. She's most women in Atlanta, but I prefer thick Jennifer over big head Jennifer all day <laughs> because it's funny. Um. Oh, another comment is. I'm going to start calling you Southern guy, LOL. Um, I'm going to start using the term pipable. That was said in the podcast. Pipable. Remember you heard that first. Um, ladies, it's, it's, it's good to be pipable. That means that um, somebody would pipe you. Um, Black's album is super dope. I listened to it today. Boy, that yellow gets me hyped before work. I enjoyed this I enjoyed this one. It made me laugh. I needed that. So, um. You know, um, some good, some good reviews over, overall. Um, it's this is real good, great reviews I got this time for real. Um, so yeah, shout out to everybody that um sent reviews in and that shared it and that um whoa, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I'm sorry man, I just came across a picture of John with a ball head. This is wild, and I may need to be cover art. I don't know, my man bugging. Throw a fitted on, brother. Um, love you to death. Um, so yeah. Um, nothing really much besides that. So shout out to everybody that's in the episode. Like, liked it, you know, enjoyed it. I appreciate that. Um, and if you've been texting me lately, I'm not gonna lie, my phone had messed up, dropped it, and it just been acting crazy. Um, I, I it should get it fixed by Tuesday, hopefully or whatever. It should be right by then. If not, I just had to bite that, bite that, bite that um bullet and take an apple and see what they can do with it. Um. I do wanna if if y'all don't mind real quick before I get into the actual episode, I do want to um talk about my brother real quick. Uh this weekend he had a big game. Um after really getting I uh, pretty much thirty pieced the game before, which they shouldn't have lost that bad. Um did a nice bounce back game against a big, big a big school it was a big win. They had a seven point five percent chance of winning the game. They uh won by one point. My brother led the way with nineteen points, seven rebounds and five assists. Three steals. One of the steals came in a crucial point when when he was down by five. He stole a ball. Or down by four. He stole a ball. Got a three point play. Got the and one. Um, he was getting booed every possession from the last six minutes on down. Once he went to ten to play, got into it. A very hostile environment. Um, he got the win. Made it out and pretty much punked eleven thousand people. That's how, that's how, that's how much people was there in the crowd. Eleven thousand. So imagine eleven thousand people booing you every time you touch the ball. And he still overcame it and did his thing. Um, I do want to kind of read just a little article on him real quick before I get into what I want to get into. So let me read that real quick. It says, Bears preserve the preserve for a thrilling road win over Aztecs. Don Coleman leads the way in an important win for a young team. Don jumps for a rebound and has his legs taken from under him, falling to the floor. Rest call a travel. Don goes up for a layup in transition. Plenty of contact. Don goes down hard. Refs don't call anything. To add insult to injury, 220-pound Malik Pope falls on him. Don kicks him away in frustration as Pope grabs his legs. The crowd boos Don Coleman with every touch of the ball. Kyle's coaches have Kyle running the clock each possession, and Don is playing point. He gets booed a lot. Don Coleman leads Kyle in points, defensive rebounds, and assists while chipping in three steals. He played 40 minutes and spent most of the game running the offense. One of the most important possessions of the game, with Kyle trailing four points with less than a minute to play, Don drives to the lane, intentionally intentionally delaying his layup so that the defender has time to body check him onto the court for an one. And after... Such and such still and two free throws from Dyson. Don stops the ball. Don knocks the ball away and disrupts the final possession. And it's Don who gets to walk away from the court like this. And they show a video of Don walking away from the court. And in that video, he's cheering the crowd on, like pretty much putting his hands up, like, come on, keep booing me, keep booing me, because they won the game. Uh, the final one I want to read, it says, okay, yeah, Don isn't the only reason to watch Kyle basketball this year, but if he were... The only reason it would be good enough. So I thought that was dope. Nice little article on my brother. Um, I get to see a lot of those this year, so that's a that's a big switch, big change. Anybody that knows me, know how I feel about him, and know how passionate I am about him as a person and just in general. And and with basketball, I'm sorry, I drink some soda. And with him succeeding, 
and being successful. So yeah, shout out to Don. Um, ain't that much really happened this week, so I'm gonna just get into it straight up from the back, and I'm gonna get into the Lavar Ball situation. Now, before you think about turning, you know, turning it off, I don't care about talking about basketball. I want to talk about him as a parent and what we and what we. What we gave him, and then how is he taking it now? So, it's the timeline. Lavar Ball, somebody that came out of nowhere. He had a son that was drafted, that was picked number one, picked to be number one pick in the draft. One of the top players in high school to come out of high school and played in um, UCLA. Um, and he started making these outlandish comments about his son being better than some of the top stars in the NBA, which drew attention to him. Um, in doing so. He kept doing things and kept having these antics up, which drew more attention to him. He created a brand, which is you know, the Baller brand, which brought more attention to him and the name and his family. Um, now, I'm okay with all of that. I was okay with every single thing he did. Um, even, his antics, even his antics, I thought, were all mapped out and calculated well. And I thought that he was manipulated and, and using the media at times where they were trying to really end him early on, but they couldn't. And I felt like he played that, he played that to a T, and it worked for him. I felt like he outsmarted the media. I felt like he was outsmarting anybody that thought that he wasn't worth, or he was doing wasn't worth it. You know, even when they were saying his son was trash, like the other two, whatever. I just, I, I believed in him so much. I thought they wasn't trash. You know, I'm not saying they are or not now. I'm just saying like I thought that they were. They, they were that good because he he makes you believe that they are that good. He's that type of father. He's that type of promoter. Um, however, recent decisions have led me to, well, before I get into that, then, uh, you know, we started giving him this credit of pretty much, yo, this is a black dad there for his sons. His sons are successful. They go into school. They play basketball. They're successful. They're in his life. Da, 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 da. And we're not used to the father being there in that form of fashion. So we gave him this credit. We jumped the gun and gave him the credit because don't get me wrong, it's, it are, it, there are dads there, but because he was black, we gave him extra credit because that's what black people do. Anytime a black father does something to me, they get extra credit. I'm I'm one of them, so I, I know how it is. Like I, me personally, I feel like anything I do is what I'm supposed to do. To somebody else, it's like, wow, you do all of that? And to me, I'm just like, um, you know, it's, it's a 50-50 thing, so I don't see why I wouldn't do as much as this person does. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So, but as a black man, you know, since it's so, it's not many black men that do the right thing when it comes to fatherhood, when you see somebody that's doing it, you kind of, you know, give them praise because you want to, one, give them praise for doing it and then show other people what what can be rewarded when you do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that. It's cool. Even though I don't think you should be rewarded for being a good parent. I think you're just supposed to be a good parent regardless. But cool. Um, so the first thing he did, which we kind of, I think people still gave him a pass, his younger son plays basketball at a school that the other sons went to. Apparently, the coach told the son, the youngest son, and his name is, I think, LaMelo. All we agree to call him Melo. His name was Melo. He told the son, the coach told the son, told his father, like, pretty much, you're not shooting 40 times a game this year. It's not happening. So, you need to get that out your, out your system. You're not shooting that many times on, on, for my team. What does LaVar go and do? He pulls the son out of school, says, I'm going to homeschool him, and I'm going to train him because the coach ain't going to tell my son he ain't going to shoot the ball 50 times. Da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. I'm going to get him right. I can train him best. Nobody can train him better than me. I'm going to do the right thing. Cool, because you know what? You might have did it with Lonzo, right? We just assuming at the time. Maybe you did train Lonzo, and that's why he's such, he's such a good player. So if you want to take your son out of high school and homeschool him for his senior year, which is one of the most best years you can have in high school, and you feel like that's the best thing to do, Okay, because so far, even though we had outlandish comments, even though you've been doing crazy shit on TV and saying these crazy comments, it's been backed up. It's been looked at as successful. So we're looking at it, okay, he want to do that? Cool. He shouldn't do it, but if that's what he want to do, he's his parent, I can't tell him what to do. And maybe, or hopefully, we see that it's successful as everything else has been for him. So they kind of gave him a slot pass on that, but people were still questioning, like, damn, that's kind of crazy. Okay, so let's fast forward now. The middle son, I'm not gonna, I don't know his name. I'm not gonna give him a name. Um, Jello, I think his name Jello, Leangelo. Okay, so we got Lamelo, Leangelo, and La, and and Lonzo. I'm not sure where that come from, but Lonzo was the one that's in the NBA. Lamelo was the youngest one, and Jello, I guess his name is. I don't know what I don't know his name is. 
but he's a middle child. Um, probably the one with the least, least amount of talent, but he can play ball, but he just the least amount of talent. He goes to China, steals some shit. I'm not sure what he stole. That needs to be revealed. I need to know what he stole because I need to know whether it was worth it. It better have been an iPhone X. That's the only thing he should have stole that I can give him credit for. Um, so he, he goes still. The team punishes him when he comes back to the, you know, Trump helps him get back or whatever, so whatever you have you. You can look at it how you want to look at it. Maybe Trump didn't help him. I don't know. Don't really give a fuck. But what I do give a fuck about is that they came back, they apologized, and the school said they're going to, you know, take further discipline. The father says, you know what? Too much time has went by. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to pull my son out of UCLA, and I'm going to get him right. I'm, I'm going to do some things with him, and he's going to go to the league. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to get him on Lakers. Pretty much. This is his exact words. If I could find a clipping, I, I promise you, I'll play it. Angelo is a talented young man. Uh, he's got a lot of ass- assets Most on the court. Why would you pull him off the UCLA basketball team? Because we got the NCAA holding back where they waiting two and three months to tell him if he can play or not. That's one of the main reasons he went to UCLA is to play basketball. That's his passion. And for them to prolong this and go on and on it's, it's ridiculous to me um but you know they stole something exactly they stole several things yes that's a I crime don't, I don't think it should be that 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 deadly to them where okay over there in China they dropped the charges lucky for you okay I think the boys are learning <laughs> their lesson. yes they learn their lesson I'm always lucky so that's okay but they learned their lesson and now it's a harsher treatment over here but when we look at what, what the I'm NCAA comes down boys, on okay, and what schools come like down everybody on. Everybody is perfect. But hold on, LaVar. When we look at what the yes. NCAA takes action on, what UCLA has taken action on, right. these kinds of charges, uh-huh. they get taken very seriously. Kids get thrown off teams for less. They, they're taken very seriously, yes. But look, China already forgave the boys and they returned it. I mean, why else are we still manhandling them as far as keeping them from playing sports taking their meal passes, taking their stuff where they can't practice in the facility. I mean, come on. Because they broke the law, and you got to send a message that the university (laughs) stands for certain values. Okay, you already sent the message. They already apologized. They already did all that. So what are we holding on to to make a point for what? They've already been forgiven over there. So what's the big deal? So I'm saying is, let's get back over here and start their lives back. I think they had enough, but to just prolong it, I tell you what, big ball of brand, we ain't sitting back and letting them determine if my boy gonna play basketball. We'll just go a different route, and we got some other opportunities we're gonna invest in. You worried about compromising his future? UCLA is a great ticket for him. I, it's no, a great we're education. Going with his future. It was a great education of what? Now, if my boy wanted to be the smartest guy in the room, yes. We got a UCLA, we gotta wait back and say, wow. But to be the world's greatest basketball player, man, it's not rocket scientists. Either you got the talent or you don't. All right. Um, so that was the LeVar Ball. Um, that was his little segment he had. Now, his his thing is he's going to take his sons, both of them now, because one that's in homeschool and the other one that got kicked out for stealing or whatever you want to say, pulled them out, how you want to twist it and turn it. Cool. Um, He wants to put them and play overseas so they can get ready for the draft. My question to any listeners that that's still listening to anything like that is, is that is that good parenting? Like we was giving him all this credit for being in life, is that third? Is that good parenting? Is that like, or would that be considered like spoiling or babying? Because now it's, it seems like if something go wrong, are they gonna want to deal with the consequences? Or are they gonna run to daddy to fix it? Or are they gonna feel like they're entitled to? Because I feel like he feels they're entitled. Like his son stole, and he feel like. That okay, he stole. China forgave him, so let's move on. But he's not considering the fact that how the university looks, how the NCAA looks. These are games that you you, you schedule overseas and you pay for, and you know it's a it's a it's an exchange on money and just publicity and all this stuff. And you you representing a, a specific brand. You know what I'm saying? He's he is a brand. It's like you representing that brand. Is other punishments. It's not just China. China can forgive you. Cool. UCLA has to forgive you. NCAA has to forgive you because these are two entities that you represent when you go over there and you and you still. I feel like this. I feel like he wants to be everything in their life on every level. I feel like he wants to be their coach. I feel like he want to be their dad. He want to be their friend. He want to be their coach. 
He want to have a say in everything that happens with them. He wants to be his, his NBA son's coach. I just seen a quote that he said he can coach better than the coach that coach for the Lakers, which is weird because the coach that coaches for the Lakers won, I think, 32 games or I don't know how many games, like out of out of 34 or something like that on, on a stretch. That's kind of weird that he thinks that. He can't even coach AAU properly. That's my ESPN app, my bad. He can't even coach AAU properly. And he's saying he can be a better coach than Walton Way. Even if you if you follow LeVar Ball, even during last summer, they had games where he didn't like the he didn't like the way the ref was refing, so he took his team and, and walked off the court. These are his traits now. It's starting to unfold. Um it worked for one son, it seems though. I don't know if it's gonna work for both. And I just wanted to touch base and, and see what anybody else thinks. Do you think that that's the right choice he's making to pull his son out of school and say, I'm gonna homeschool you for your senior year? You know, you're playing this one school for three years. Since you can't take 40 shots, which in college you're not taking 40 shots, so I don't see why not get you right for college. Your coach probably just want to get you right for college. You can't take 40 shots in college. Nobody, look up anybody that took 40 shots in college this year so far. See who took 40. Don even take 40 shots, and that nigga shoots a lot. <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100. Don even shoot 40 shots. So I want to... It's it's not it's not far fetched. I don't think the coach, the high school coach, said anything wrong. Besides, hey, you're not gonna shoot forty shots on on my team. He might. He, I don't think of anything against him. I think he was mostly just trying to get him right for college. In college, you gotta take selective shots. Even the best college players might shoot eleven times a game, fifteen times a game at most, unless you got the green light. So you think. You know, you're going to just shoot 40 games, 40 shots in high school, in college? No. Your senior year, you should be getting ready for your college years. So you should play like a college player. I don't think nothing wrong with that. I think that he jumped the gun on that. I think he wants to be in control of every single thing his, that touches his son. He thinks of a brand is too much on that, on that level. I understand Brandon. I think he's taking Brandon to another level. I think it's going to affect his other two sons that hasn't made it to the NBA yet because now... And he, he's in the media too much, and he's fucking things up. He's disrupting things. Lakers just Lakers just made a rule where media cannot talk to family and friends at the arena, mainly because of LeVar Ball, because he's in the damn tabloids every day saying crazy outlandish shit about, oh, my son ain't going to do this. My son not going to back down to this person. My son is better than this person. My son can beat that person. This team ain't going to come beat my son's team. My son losing twice in one week. My son is... You're putting pressure on your son, and then you're putting pressure on your Lakers as a, as a whole, as a team as a whole. So now what they, they made it, they call it the LeVar rule. <laughs> so pretty much, because other family and friends don't have no problem. It's just him. So pretty much they're saying, look, y'all leave that nigga alone at the game. Let him watch the game. Don't ask that nigga no fucking questions because he's starting to piss us off. So you take all of this into, into effect, and it's like, is he molding his kids to be a certain way? I think they're going to feel entitled to certain things. I think they're not going to know how to handle problems or not want to handle problems a certain way or in general because they're going to feel like my daddy going to be there to protect it. My daddy going to do this. My daddy going to do that. And um, it's sad really to see it unfold because we just gave him all his credit. Not even less than a year ago. We was talking about how six months ago how it's dope he doing his damn third. But now he's just taking it too fucking far. But... I do want to watch and see how, how it's going to unfold because so far, he's been right with a lot of stuff. Sometimes when he said his son was going to win games, they won games. He said his son goes to the Lakers, they son went to the Lakers. Um, you know, so I don't know what, what's, going, what's going to play with that. Um, I'm not, people say I'm like LeVar. I'm nothing like LeVar Ball because I'm not about to tell the coach how to coach Don. I say my little shit in a group text, but and I'd be right. But as far as me going on, on social media and saying it or just going in front of a camera and just... Nah, I'm not doing that. Don't make his own decisions on that point. And I can't I can't I can't do all that. But more power to him. Um I do feel like it's a it's a tough situation. I feel like um taking kids out of school, taking one out of UCLA, you know how many kids that die to go to UCLA or can't get it set to UCLA and you taking them out because they they didn't take him too long with the investigation and what they're gonna do with him because your son decided to go to another country and steal. That's fucking wild, man, that he even has the audacity to blame anybody but his son. I want to know what he what has he said to his son about that. See, he just he just he just brushing it off, and that's a problem. That's that's definitely a problem. Um, which we'll get into. I guess the whole podcast is kind of building up to stuff like that. Um, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, so I want to know what y'all think. Do you think it's the right choice for him to take his kids out? Why? Why not? And you all you think is molding his kids to be a certain way? Are his, are his kids gonna feel entitled? Are his kids gonna be? 
able to handle when somebody tells them no or tell them you can't do this or can't do that? Are people going to want to be around his kids, draft his kids? Would you, if you was a, if you were an NBA owner, would you want him on your team? These are questions I want y'all to answer or ask me or or think about when you respond to this because all this matters. He's saying his son's going to the draft. They're going to the NBA. How? Talent-wise, I mean, they okay. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I think if you own the NBA team, you can play in the NBA. If you own the NBA team, I mean, just that's the point being period. But who's going to want to draft them? I bet the Lakers... Man, nobody gonna draft them kids, man. I feel bad for him now. He fucking it up for him. He should let let them boys stay in school and work their way like everybody else work their way. They can't get in the NBA on the strength of their brother in the NBA. Plain and simple. Don't care how you slice it. Steph Curry, brother couldn't even get in the NBA. He played for Duke and had a nice ass senior year. He didn't even get drafted. Let them niggas work their way up, man. Stop giving them everything. Alright, so you know what time it is. Time to get into my Jerry Report uh section of the episode. So, um, let's see what we got here. Get my beat right. You got me right? That's loud enough? Let me see. Alright, there we go. Alright, um, so yeah. It says, uh, which one I'm gonna go with first? Cool. Waiter and customers bust child molester. Strangers catch man kissing and molesting minor girl in wild wings. Oh, you disgusting, man. Um, an alert waiter and two customers are credited with catching a child molester last week inside Wild Wings Cafe in Augusta. At dinner time last Wednesday, a waiter and a witness saw something suspicious. An older white male eating dinner with a younger female who looked between the ages of 12 and 14. While observing the couple, both the waiter and the witnesses observed them kissing and placing their hands on each other's genital area. Ugh. Luckily, the older creep used <laughs> the creep. The older creep used a credit card. Plus, the witnesses took a photo of the man's vehicle, and they called the sheriff's office once he was gone. Deputies traced his vehicle information to 1307 Brown Road, where he identified the suspect and the victim as residents of the home. Their relationship is unclear, but a sheriff's report indicates the suspect is not the teen's father. An investigation led to charges against 51-year-old Clarence Hyatt for aggravated child molestation. Here's what it said. Authorities could not locate the teen's parents. Investigators planned to contact social workers to take custody of the girl. That's kind of disgusting. All right. um, It says, (laughs) a local man listed... As wanted by Richmond County Sheriff's Office two weeks ago, turned himself in to the police and was not charged with the crime. According to the Sheriff's Office, investigators talked to Skylar McKee and decided not to pursue a burglary charge. He surrendered and was interviewed. After the interview, the warrant against him was dismissed by investigators. Just because you have a warrant doesn't mean we aren't willing to listen, get to the truth, and sort things out. Kind of dope. That's dope. I'm, I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Another one I want to read in here. Oh, okay, here we go. Evans man caught with two girlfriends. And Evans man got busted over the weekend having two girlfriends when one of them came to the house while the other was there. The resulting fight between two girlfriends led to their arrest. Okay, according to the sheriff's report, I'm not going to say his name, DJ, we'll say that, said he and the one of the women, Courtney, had returned from a fishing trip when girlfriend Shannon no relation, pulled up in his driveway and asked why he's with her. Johnson stated that he had relations with both females, and they both became upset when they discovered this, obviously. During the fight, several bottles of liquor, some vases, a coffee table were broken in the man's house. <laughs> he called deputies, responding to officers to find the woman. All right, he called deputies, and responding officers found the woman fighting in the front yard. Officers had physically separated them. Both of them were arrested in disorderly conduct and taken to jail. Luckily, there were two patrol vehicles so the two girlfriends didn't have to ride together. Y'all funny this weekend, man. Um, What else we got? Something else I'm pretty sure I got in here somewhere. Um, A student at Grovetown High... No, I'm not going to read all that. Grovetown High student injuries... Nah, I'm not reading that. 
It says here, Grovetown High student injured a cop. It, it don't seem nobody getting shot, so I'm going to assume he was a white kid. Um, murder, murder, murder. Hey, I'm never reading about murder right now. I'm telling you. I'm not, never. Meth user gives wife a swollen eye. Well, meth is synonymous with giving people swollen eyes, so I'm, I can't feel sorry for that or her. Um, don't use meth, people. Uh, I guess that, okay, this is the last one I read. It kind of ties into what I want to talk about. Evan's man arrested for abusing his 10-year-old son. And Evan man was arrested for child cruelty after his 10-year-old son had an assistant principal at his school about the abuse. Gene Hopper, 48, is accused of grabbing his 10-year-old son by the collar on his shirt and shaking him violently. The violence caused the son to strike his head in the chairs, leaving a visible bruise on the child's neck. The child told an assistant principal at his school that his father had been physically abusive to him as well as the boy's 11-year-old sister. School officials alerted the sheriff's office and social workers at DFAX. The children were taken into DFAX custody pending a hearing. A sheriff's report lists Hopper as residing on Lakeside Landing Court in Evans. The report says the suspect is a retired soldier. Damn, that gotta be fucked up. Um, yeah, so that kind of brings into what I want to talk about, which is child abuse. Um, where can I start here? Okay, okay. Before I get into a child abuse thing, I'm not going to dig into it like I want to dig dig into it. I hope I'm not planning on it, but I will if I have to. Um, I mean, me and um. You know, my I listen to the podcast from the podcast shells. She was on Twitter. We were talking about a video, be, different video, but we were talking about a video I sent her of somebody um, beating their kid in the barbershop. Now, they pulled their, their, their kid pants down and had a belt and whooping him. And the kid was on the floor. I'm not really sure why she was sitting on him, too. A lot of weird shit with the video. It like abuse to me. Um, I sent it to the show. I said, hey, is this what you were talking about? I'm just seeing this. I thought you meant another video. She said, nah, it's a whole different video. But concept still applies. Beat that ass. So I said, nah, that's ridiculous. So she sent me some gif and was like, to you, whatever. Like, it's, it's ridiculous to you, not to not to me. So I said, nah, LOL. But it's her child. If she want to abuse him, who am I to judge? That's OD, though. She said, define abuse. I said, fam, the whole video is defining it. <laughs> Spanking him on the ass? Question mark. That's usually where you get spanked. I'm not seeing the abuse. Why? Because he crying? You got to break it down. So I said, I mean, you're right. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if she gets investigated, whether behind that video or the future. I'm not judging her parenting because we all different. She said, mm-hmm, that sounds good and all, but you totally judging. I'm just saying you don't know what the, he did. Punishment might have fit the crime. I said, LOL, nah, I just said it's abuse. She could be a great mom. And true, we don't know what he did. Okay, abuse is a strong word. I don't know how people judge black women who who trying to raise difficult kids? Um, now she she turned she turned black woman, so I knew when she went there that she was automatically on this woman's side because Shelly love black woman. Like she's gonna she's pro black woman. She's gonna she's gonna ride or die with the black woman until they really prove 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 that she's wrong. So I told her that you know black women could do no wrong. Yeah, she said yeah, I might be a little biased. Um, just that and the third cool. I said you would find a way. I said you would find a way to defend Monique as precious mom. She said, you're being irrational now. That's totally different. You're comparing actual abuse, molestation, to a little kid getting spanked at the barber. No correlation whatsoever. I said, the correlation is black woman. Keep up, ma. She headed that part. <laughs> we passed the barbershop. Read what you sent about black moms. So I'm not going to get into everything, but we had basically we had, we had disagreement on that. I would have be. My thing is this, right? When I say something is abuse, abuse is abuse. Um, whether you... Nobody wants to talk about it like that, but abuse is abuse whether you whoop your kids, whether you don't whoop your kids or whatever. Um, you And you harm them, it's, it's abuse. You might look at it as tough love, as punishment, but because morally, and you know, you got moral standards, you got things that's morally right, and you think you got things that's legally right and illegally right. So morally, you might have the right tactic in mind. Okay, I'm going to whoop them. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get the belt. How have you, you choose to do it? Because that's your, that's your judgment of parenting. Cool. I can't. I'm nobody that tells somebody how to parent because, you know, you got, you got to take care of your own. But legally, it's abuse. I, mean, it's no, I, I don't know how to put it. It don't matter. Like, whether you 
it, I'm not saying you're wrong for doing it because I'm black. I grew up in a in a you know um, where people where people got whoopings. I seen my cousins get beat, my sister, my brother, and all that stuff. So I know it helps mold you, it shapes you, and it's 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 a, it's a way for punishment in our household. However, it's still abuse. I don't care how you look at it. Like you can look at it, you might want to say it's punishment. It's abusive punishment. You might want to say. It's how I was raised. You was abused when you when you grow up. Like you was you was getting abused. I'm not saying it's in the in the wrong way. I think the word is strong because how we use it and what we mean it as. But legally, the word is the word. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's like smoking. If you smoke, you smoke. But if you smoking illegally, um, or if you smoking medical weed, you smoking. There's no. There's no other way to put it. You you smoking. It's marijuana. You smoking marijuana. You smoke. The same thing with with abuse. Whether you and it's different types of abuse. Now, get me wrong. We talking about physical. And the thing is, with abuse, the other types of abuse there is, those are more so you just being negligent, right? When you talk about whooping somebody or just physical abuse, usually that comes from you being on point or you paying too much attention. Because a lot of times when when, when you grow up, you know, people that do it, their kids. When I talk to people, I talk to they do it more so as a as a deterrent. So you're not doing it because you want to whoop your kid. I, I, I don't. At least for the most part, people not doing it because they want to whoop their kids' ass. Like you don't, grow, you don't wake up. Oh, I wish you do. I want to whoop your ass today. No, it's like you do it as, as a deterrent. So they doing something. They doing something. You might talk to them a few times. They're not listening. Cool. I'm gonna do this. If you don't want this done, which is the ass whooping or whatever, however you discipline your child, the discipline part, then you won't do X, Y, Z. That's the mindset. Of, of 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 getting of getting the whooping or the discipline or the abuse, however you want to say it. That's the mindset of it. So you're not going in there thinking like I'm whooping his ass today. Now you think like he ain't gonna do this again, or she ain't gonna do this again, or she ain't gonna act up again. You know what I'm saying? So you're doing it as a, as a deterrence for, to stop them from doing certain things, things that you you told them not to do, or things that you don't want them to do, making me bad decisions or whatever, whatever have you. It's it's, it's to stop them from doing something. Or to teach them a lesson. And the lesson is don't do this, obviously. So it's still to stop them. It's a lesson. It's punishment. It's deterrent. But it's all those things. But it's also abuse. And that's just the facts. It's no it's no other way around it. I don't care what nobody say. You can't you can't beat the facts in that. It's abuse. Um it might not now, I do want to I want you to answer this question. Is there such thing as good child abuse? So what I mean by that is, you 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 whoop your kid. It, it's it, it's it's a it can be a good reason behind it. Just because it's abuse don't mean it's it's just it's you you bad or you're a bad parent or it's it's bad to do. Hell no, people get abused all the time. Like child abuse. I mean, in in that in that in that regard. So you can get your ass whooped bad, and it it can help you because that could be the aspect that, that 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 bring you to reality. Like you know what, I'm not gonna do this. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing that no more. Whatever it is, whether you out there stealing, mom whoop your ass. You never steal again. I don't. Want, I don't want that again. I don't want that ass open again. So I ain't gonna steal again. Is is as to me? That's good. That's good. That's that's a good result. You you whooped them. Never stole again. Is it child abuse? I mean, that's just what it is. I'm just I'm just telling y'all the the, the facts of it. But I think we look at child abuse as like it has to be bad only. You know what I'm saying? Like. It has to be, it has to be, just, just negative, and it's not. It's not always the case because you got some kids where it's like you see these kids and it's, you see somebody out with they with they with they with they mom or their parent and they just acting out. You like, yo, that kid need an ass whooping. That kid need his ass whoop. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a. I don't. I, I don't. I don't plan on it, and I haven't done it. like I don't whoop. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't do that. But I. Because I, I'm different. How you brought up is also a. a, a a reason of why you might do something. If you were brought up getting whoopings for doing wrong and just doing things, nine times out of ten, that's how you're going to raise your kids as well. You know what I'm saying? You're going to raise them how you grew up. So I had to talk with somebody in the article I read about the by the, 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 the father grabbing his son and getting charged with um, cruelty to children. You know, she was like, that's kind of wow. I, I wouldn't do that. That's, that's weird because it's messed up because you treat him like a dog. Is that in third? So I made the comparison of well, when you whip your kids and you beat them with a belt or this that or a shoe or anything you can find, whatever it can be, you 
that can be synonymous with treating like a slave. Slaves got hit with belts and whips and, and things to stay in order. And people might say, oh, that's a reach, that's a reach. Nah, to me, that's that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a great comparison because it's by how you grew up. Now that father might have grown up getting getting just dragged around by his parents, and that's probably how he came up. He probably thought, "Cool, you know what? They didn't hit me. They just you know pushed me around a little bit. You know, you know that that might be that might be that might be the right thing to do. I don't I don't know, but whatever the fact is, I'm not. I can never say somebody parenting is off because you whip your child because you're doing that and third taking it too far. That that's just an opinion. I seen a video, so I, I had a pain on it. You know what I'm saying? Just like she had her opinion on that video. But when I talk about child abuse as a whole, these are questions that come up. You know what I'm saying? Um, the reason why you know is it, and this is certain reason why I know doing it is is, is legally we know it's wrong, but morally it's okay because that's how we came up and we feel like you you should have your own way of parenting because it's your child. Let's look at this. When you second guess whooping your child, it's some reasons why you second guess it. You know what I'm saying? Legally, you know that you can probably go to jail behind it. Majority case, that's the reason why. You know, you second like like the, the guy here. He's gonna second guess doing that to his child next time. Why? He getting arrested behind it. To him, he probably just he probably just doing good parenting to him, teaching his son a lesson or scaring his son or you know saying, hey, if you want to get dragged around, then you need to do better or whatever he did if he even did nothing this case is a little different because i didn't read that he um was a retired um soldier so he could just he could just be going through depression or, or ptsd i don't know so he could be going through something like that i'm not sure but for people i talk to and i know that they they they, they do punish their kids that way whether they're giving them whoopings whatever they might have a set way they do it like they might have them just you know bend over and just spank the butt which is that what you want to do? Cool. All I'm saying is, let's just say your kid do go to school the next day and say, and let's say they're not sitting down. I don't know. Why you why you can't sit down? My mom whooped me on my butt. I got whoops in my butt or something like that. You you going to jail. Like I, it's no way to put it. You going to jail. Like that's it. You're gonna to go to jail. You're gonna get investigated. Am I saying it's wrong? You shouldn't do it? Hell no. Do what you want to do because you a parent. Like also, if you if you're a parent and you're listening, please tell me what are some reasons or do you whoop your child? What's the process of that? Is it something you think about at the time? You just do it when they get on your nerves? Do you do it after talking to them so many times? Do you give them a lot of chances before you do it? Does it hurt you when you do it? Um, I, I didn't get whoopings growing up, so I don't know. But I want to know what's, your, what's the psyche of that? Like, how do you go about even doing it? Is it just a spur of the moment thing? Like, they're pissing you off, so you just slap them with your hand? Do you use your hand? Would you use a belt? Like, I want to know all these stuff, all these questions, and I want to have a podcast based on just, I'm going to have two people with different opinions on it and talk about it. Um, I want to know, do single moms get a pass on on child abuse? Do they get a pass? Because every time I hear her talk about it, I hear people, like, even Michelle, she was talking, she kept mentioning single moms, single moms, black moms, is that and third. I don't know if, if, if it's a, I don't know, I don't think that should be a big difference. I feel like parenting and parenting. If you put a child not, you, you know, and your child is doing right by them, or you know, you feel like you're doing enough, and they deserve it. Do it. I, I'm not. I'm not. I never tell anybody not to do with their child. Like, if you ask me, I'm gonna tell you, but I'm not gonna just come and say, "Say you shouldn't do this." It's your child. You can do what you want to do. All I'm saying is, be mindful, regardless of the punishment is right or wrong in your eyes. Legally, you never know what can happen. You never know what your child is gonna say. You never, you just never know. So I'm just saying, so people do know, abuse is abuse. Like it's, it's gonna be abuse. Like this to me, I, I was saying that shit. If, if you ask me, before I get hit with a belt, I rather my 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 parents uh, grab me by the collar and shake me up. Shit, don't hit me. I, I hate. I don't like belts. I don't like getting touched. Don't like. I don't like being disciplined at all. Be honest. But I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take that over get the belt. That's just me though. Like, I don't like getting hit. So I you know I, I don't know I don't know how to how to really how to really go 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 based on that but I also want to know what's the guidelines like I feel like it's for on on a, on a strip of parents it's fucked up it's like it's no it's no medium there it's no medium there to say hey you can do this but you can't do this like it's like they need a guideline for excuse me 
I mean, I know it's fucked up to say, it, and you might like, why, how you gonna, how somebody gonna tell me how to do this? But there has to be some kind of guile on how you can, you know, spank your child or discipline your child, which I think people still wouldn't go by because they would just feel like, damn, it's my child, I must discipline, discipline how I want to discipline them. Which I feel like that's a, that's also a good point too. You got every right to do that, but then you got people that just go overboard. So it has to be rules set in place, and it has to be laws set in place. Child abuse is child abuse. I'm not. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Like if if you out here doing it, you, it's child abuse. But like I said, I I think there's good child abuse, and I think that there's 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 child abuse. It's no it's no such thing as bad. I think it's just good child abuse, and then there's child abuse. Good child abuse is like you're doing this for a reason. Morally, it's right. You have to do it. They need to learn a lesson, and this is how you gonna teach them. Child abuse is what it is. You're just going too far. Shouldn't did that. You need to get investigated. Should we? Is your are your kids safe with you? And it's more than abuse and just physically spanking them. You know what I'm saying? Abuse can be neglect. You could forget to feed them, or just not feed them. You could you could not bathe them. You know what I'm saying? Not showing them attention. You can. Uh, it can be psychological abuse. It doesn't have to be physical. You know what I'm saying? Emotional abuse. There's a bunch of child abuse that you can do. You can be talking about your kid or just emotionally abusing them. You know what I'm saying? Not being there for them. Um, neglecting them by just not being around. It's a bunch of ways to abuse your child. Like it's people that grew up with that didn't grow up with their parents, and their parents are alive and well. You know what I'm saying? That's that's child abuse. That's neglect to your child. That's child abuse. So, I said to say, it's a bunch of ways to abuse your child. It's not just one. However, when you do do that to your child, whether you get a belt, this, that, this, that, and the third, it's abuse. I don't care how, how you look at it. And I'm not saying, like, that don't mean you're a bad person, though. That don't mean that you don't love your child. It, it, sometimes it means you love your child, to be honest with you. Sometimes not abusing them might, might, more, might more so mean you don't love them than love them, to be honest, because you could be letting them get away with too much shit. Whereas now they got instead instead of you teaching them, they gotta learn through the system. The system gotta teach them because you didn't take the steps. To to you know what I'm saying? So now they outside and now what? They some happen. They go to jail or worse, end up dead. Cause you didn't give them that good child abuse. Possibly. You didn't punish them right. Possibly. You didn't do your part. You know what I'm saying? Let them get away with shit. You were scared because legally your child, your child will be taken from you, but it's like, damn, you know, it, it gotta be some medium because it's like this: Do you want your child to be taken away from you because legally it's wrong to 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 abuse them, or do you want the system to take your child away from you later on in life because you didn't abuse them? So I I, I came up with that thing of something called uh, parental risk. I feel like that's the risk parents take when doing that so when you whip your child or when you get your child ass open whether it's a, a good ass open or cause I mean it's, it, I'm beyond with you I, I hear people saying when they say I whip my child oh, I whip the good too I whip, I whip them good too so I don't know what the what the level of good and bad is on whooping I don't know I'm, maybe it's on how they react afterwards or I don't, I don't know I don't, I'm not really sure or maybe, maybe it's how bad you feel maybe you can tell how, how, how good or how well you whooped your child or how bad you feel afterwards. I, I'm not sure. I want to know that too. Give me all the answers you can give me. All this, write it down, send it to me now. And um, let me know. Or, just, or you growing up, like what you thought about getting whoopers and stuff. How did it mold you? How did it shape you? What you think about it? Is it abuse? It's abuse. I don't do my tell me it's not abuse. Like It's abuse. I know that by definition it's abuse. But I want to know is good abuse or is it, warranted did you ever feel like you needed to tell somebody was it just a thing that happened to you was it okay was it just a norm i'm black fuck it i gave my ass whoop or i deserve that ass whooping it helped me whatever but i do think parents take parental risk when you would be a child because you just never know it could be that fucking neighbor hating on you that 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 can hear you You know you live in an apartment they hate your child and now they calling defects on you it could it could be your child might not even like your ass or you know children go back and say things they could just say the wrong thing or you could upset them that day you didn't get them that toy or something you didn't do something in the morning so they got a, they got a scar on them or something like that and they like what happened to you my mommy did it she always beat me then I thought she, they can lie kids don't know what they going got going they can lie so you never know what's gonna happen after you whip your child you just assuming that it's the, it's a deterrent you assuming that it's just gonna make them respect you you assuming that it's just gonna 
change their mind about doing bad things. You assume that's going to make them make better decisions. You assume that they're not going to do whatever they did to get that whooping that time again. That's the only thing you're thinking about. But at the end of the day, you never know what could happen because once once you do that and you and you and you do it, and it's out there, you anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a video that that's being shown and kids are getting taken away from their parents based on videos now. You know what I'm saying? Is and also is it abuse when them people used to put videos on on on, on YouTube about like cutting their son's hair up and, and and like would that be considered emotional abuse? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause now they gotta go to school and be be um ridiculed. But it's ways to punish. I mean, I'm not gonna tell somebody to punish their child. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that I think that should be only on a parent. If you want to choose to take other means of punishing your child, like just embarrassing them as far as letting them wear uniforms to school or messing up their hair, sending them to school to mess up a haircut, or taking away privileges that you or things you've been doing. If you might have been busting your ass so they can have nice clothes. Now you know I'm not buying you no fucking clothes. You want to be a clown? Take this fucking big ass boots, these bag ass pants, and this red nose put on you. Go to school. I don't know. I can't tell them how to how to raise their child or how to do that, but all I'm all my my only thing is that abuse is abuse. I want to talk about abuse and just in in different races, like because black people we look at abuse might might it might be different for us. White people is different for them. Like I was talking to my friend earlier, and she was saying she was like, yeah, because normally white families they be more, they they more so on the side of of molestation, and that is true. I see a lot of in the airport alone. I see a lot of articles about child being molested. And when it comes to black, I see more articles about child's children getting hit and getting and just being getting hit by their mom, you know. And like I said, you can't really judge it. It's not the old days where you could just pop your 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 your, your, your kid or you could tell them get a switch get a switch up the tree. That shit is child abuse. Now I don't know what it was then, but even back then, at the definition it is now, it's called child abuse. Um, but if that's something you're doing, like I said. Is it good child abuse to you? Do you think it's just something that you grew up with and you feel like since you grew up that way and you turned out okay, that or, or is that just all you know? So you feel like that's that's the means for it? You do something bad, you get a whooping? Like, what's your what's the what's your mindset on that? Do you feel like, do, do you feel like, like, I don't know, like, is that is that a loving thing? Like, you feel like, Maybe you, that has to happen in order for you to to do this or that third. Shit, are you heavy handed? Like, or any, or, or that's another thing. You know what I'm saying? You got people that 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 do that, and they might be heavy handed. Now you you got your your kid going to school with a bruise on them, and not because you fucking them up, just because you heavy handed, you gave them whooping. You don't know what's gonna happen after that. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, you at work and niggas coming to arrest you. You like what happened? Oh, you was parenting. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all. Just you were just another case of parenting. So that's some things that um I I I was I didn't, I'm not gonna go in deep into it now, but that's some things I was thinking about. But to me personally, like with the, with the average with the video I was talking about for the first part, I just feel like personally taking your your son's pants down and actually beating him with a belt inside a barbershop is just it's not warranted. It's it's just fucking like to me it's just it's 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 unnecessary. You can take him to the and I I have had cousins get whoopings in areas like in public. But they got taken to the bathroom. Then you whoop them. To whoop people in front of people, to me, that's just that's 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 every type of abuse. You know what I'm saying? Because it's physical abuse because you were using the weapon, using something. It's emotional abuse because who knows if he go to the barbershop all the time. Now, rest of his life, guess what? They gonna know him for getting his ass up in the barbershop, and he gonna be thinking about it all the time. So it's psychological abuse too. Like that's just to me, it's just abuse. I don't care which way you slice it, it's abuse. Whether you think it's good abuse or bad abuse, I don't know what he did to get the whooping. If you want the video, um, hit me up. I can tweet it to you, or I can email it to you, or text it to you, and you can tell me your thoughts on it. Um, I just personally think that it was out of line. Um, well, that's just me, but I wouldn't tell anybody how to raise their kid. I'm just saying, like, it was OD. Like, it was just it's, it's overdoing it. It's other ways you can go about it. Now, if he spit on her, then I can understand maybe because that's 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 one thing I thought. If your child spit on you. It's just certain things a child can't do that might warrant it. Maybe he embarrassed her. I don't know. I'm not sure. But my take on the video of the evidence I got was that um, it was unnecessary and it was child abuse. Plain and simple. If you get spankings, you know, it's child abuse. Um, But it just might be the good kind. That's all. It's no bad kind. It's either, it's either good or it's, a, it's just, it's just 
plain old child abuse. Which one is it? I don't know. But I do think there are. I think that it, it, there is a such thing as good child abuse because you might be saving your child from something. That asshole when you give your child might save them from something later on in, in the future. So if you do that, I want you to feel like, oh, damn, you feel like, I feel like you're coming at me all this damn third. Nah, I'm just... I'm just helping niggas out. I'm just telling you the truth. Like, you hit your child today, but I'm a, you know, you just back slapping real quick, thinking nothing of it. And you send your child to school the next day, and they have somebody in the eye, and they say, what happened? My mom hit me. You, he might have a white teacher that don't that don't know about our culture like that, does not think about it. Or you slap your son, slap the shit out your son, and the teacher asks him, what's, what's today? And he like, Monday, or what's the date? Oh, it's the 30th. It's the twenty third, which means the thirtieth. You might have slapped them in the next week, and it might be a it might it might be a thing now. You can't do that these days. In the seventies, you could do that. You can't do that now. You can't slap your son in the next week. It's just you'll be arrested that week. I tell you that. Um, but you know, it's just difference of opinion. I do want that's a touchy subject, so I wanted to, I wanted to introduce it since I put out two podcasts today. I wanted to introduce that and get your opinion on it, and maybe I, I'll maybe have a dialogue about it. And if you know somebody that want to be on about that, let me know, and uh, I can try to make that happen. Um, that's really that. Make sure you listen to the podcast that I did with Taqif. I'm putting out two podcasts today. I want you to listen to both of them and give me feedback if you can. If you want to, if you want to mix it up, listen to one on Monday, one on Tuesday. Cool. Follow me. It's up to you. Um, that's what I got this week. Um, Watermasters podcast. Um, see you next week.